0: Hi, you're listening to new week number 117. This is an update from New World Same Humans, a newsletter on trends, technology, and our shared future by me, David Mattin. You can find the links, videos, and images in this installment in the email where this podcast is embedded, just scroll down. Or on the web, see a link in the show notes. And if you're listening to this and you haven't yet subscribed, Join 24,000 curious souls on a journey to build a better future. Go to newworldsamehumans.com to sign up. Hello from London. I put the newsletter on pause last week. So, did I miss anything? Given what is unfolding right now, it's hard to make this newsletter anything other than a generative AI revolution update at the moment. I don't want to stoke the hype yet further but I've never seen anything quite like this. And given all that, this week we'll dive into a high-profile petition to pause work on new generative models. Also, we'll look at the new hyper-reality taking shape around us via MidJourney and its community of inventive users. But it's not all AI. There's also an intriguing new report on global population change from the Club of Rome let's get into it. For the people. This week, another generative AI story that pushes 2023 deeper into the realms of what seemed, recently, only science fiction. It's not yet another platform, plugin or viral image, though there will be more on those below. But a call to slow down. Over 1,000 technology leaders signed a petition demanding a pause of at least six months on the training of AI systems more powerful than GPT-4. Signatories included Elon Musk, Yuval Harari, Stability AI's Imad Mostak and Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak, and their language was pretty apocalyptic. They said, and I quote, Contemporary AI systems are now becoming human competitive at general tasks and we must ask ourselves, should we let machines flood our information channels with propaganda and untruth? Should we automate away all the jobs, including the fulfilling ones? Should we develop non-human minds that might eventually outnumber, outsmart, obsolete and replace us? should we risk loss of control of our civilization? End quote. According to the authors of the petition, recent months have seen AI labs locked in an out-of-control race to develop and deploy ever more powerful digital minds that no one, not even their creators, can understand, predict or reliably control. The scale of their concern was lent support by a research paper published last week, It saw Microsoft researchers report that GPT-4 shows sparks of AGI. The model, they point out, shows high-level competence across mathematics, coding, vision, medicine, law and psychology. And they say it can solve novel problems in those domains without any need for special instructions. They said, In all of these tasks, GPT-4's performance is strikingly close to human-level performance. Meanwhile, the iconic and ever-controversial AI safety expert Eliezer Yudkowsky went full pelt in Time magazine. He didn't sign the petition, he says, because it doesn't go far enough. He said, and I quote, We are not prepared. We are not on course to be prepared in any reasonable time window. There is no plan. Progress in AI capabilities is running vastly, vastly ahead of progress in AI alignment, or even progress in understanding what the hell is going on inside those systems. If we actually do this, we are all going to die. All training of large models, says Yudkowsky, Needs to be shut down indefinitely and worldwide. he says the governments of Earth must come together in a concerted effort to stop an AI fueled human extinction. Here's my take. all pretty intense, right? Yudkowski is and has long been an outlier on all this. Meanwhile, others say this week's petition signatories have fallen prey to open AI's. Apocalypse marketing, a plan essentially to get everyone scared and then sell them subscriptions. For my part, I don't think AI annihilation is imminent, nor do I think though that all these fears are founded only in hype. GPT-4's competence across all kinds of reasoning tasks is insane. And for all the reams of coverage, and I'm guilty of adding to them, I don't think we're anywhere near processing the implications. It no longer seems far-fetched that an AI model could start behaving in strange and uncontrollable ways in the near term. So it's emphatically time to get serious about alignment. Alignment is first a technical problem. How do we make sure AIs only do what we want them to do? After this, though, it becomes a political problem. Whose values should we align our AIs with? Those of Californian tech bros? We can't put the AI genie back in the bottle. And in practice, a global pause is highly unlikely. And that means the only answer here is to speed up research on the technical challenge of alignment and then to allow a plurality of AIs empowering different peoples and communities to live and create according to their own value systems. That is real alignment. To that end, check out open-source AI group Lyon's petition for a new internationally funded supercomputer to train open-source foundation models. Growth Mindset Also this week, a huge if-true forecast on the future of the human population. A new study commissioned by the Club of Rome forecasts that if current trends continue, then the global population will hit 8.8 billion in around 2050, before declining rapidly to 7.8 billion by the end of the century. The study, conducted by the think tank Earth for All, also games out a scenario in which governments invest in policies known to curtail population growth, such as education and social services. Here, population peaks at 8.5 billion in around 2040 and then falls to 6 billion by 2100. Both projections are far below last year's UN population prospects forecast, which had population peaking at 10.4 billion in the 2080s. The Club of Rome is best known for the now infamous 1972 report The Limits to Growth, which warned of impending environmental crisis and social breakdown due, in part, to strains imposed by overpopulation. The report came... Amid a wave of neo-Malthusian anxiety in the decades after World War II, a 1968 book called The Population Bomb, which influenced the thinking of the Club of Rome, raised the spectre of hundreds of millions of people starving to death as population growth exceeded food supply. Here's the New World Same Humans take. The original Limits to Growth report is today the subject of fierce disagreement Critics say the club gave voice to unfounded fears motivated by an ideological distaste for modernity. Proponents point out that the report offered a number of different scenarios and that the growth-induced systemic breakdown it envisioned may yet eventuate. This new statement on population could end up being just as contested. The club now accepts seemingly that their population bomb won't go off. And they celebrate their finding that population is set to peak sooner and lower than the UN expected, stressing that it's good news for the environment. Meanwhile, though, a niche but growing school of thought says that population collapse is the real crisis coming down the track. They say rapidly shrinking and ageing populations will kill productivity and threaten economic collapse. Where does the truth lie? Most mainstream demographers say population collapse isn't on the cards and that ageing populations don't have to mean economic calamity. Meanwhile, it's not overpopulation but intense patterns of high and damaging consumption in the rich world that are the primary drivers of climate change. As ever with demography, it seems the truth lies somewhere between the extremes. Real life. Version 5 of the text-to-image model Midjourney was released two weeks ago, and this week users went wild. On Reddit, Midjourney enthusiasts started sharing photorealistic news report-style images of historical events, such as 2001's devastating Great Cascadia earthquake in Oregon. And If you look at the email, you can see some of those pictures. The truth, of course, is that no such event took place. This is all fictitious, an ai fueled experiment in alternative history. Meanwhile, Chinese users of the tool are creating pseudo-documentary images of cities in their country in the 1990s. All this comes days after the first truly viral AI-generated image of Pope Francis in a white puffer coat. Here's my take. In his 1981 book, *Simulacra and Simulation, the French philosopher Jean Baudrillard wrote about hyperreality the emergence of a media environment in which the boundaries between the real and our representations of the real become ever more blurred. Digital media massively amplified that phenomenon, all of us today, recognise the feeling of living inside a tech fueled hall of mirrors in which the difference between image and reality is hard to discern or even meaningless. What can be said now, all that was before this generative AI revolution and tools such as Midjourney, which are now achieving photorealism that is impossible to distinguish from the real thing. These AI-generated pseudo-photos, are perfect representations of representations, signs that point only to other signs, exactly the phenomenon that Baudrillard put at the heart of his theory. They make possible a whole new level of alternate history. A convincing mass media documentation of events that never took place. There's going to be so, so much more of this. Also, this week, this Twitter user made an AI fueled virtual companion by hooking ChatGTP to a cute but grumpy holographic rabbit avatar. It's just one signal of how the generative AI revolution will unleash a tsunami of virtual companions, and the rise of this trend is a long standing new world, same humans obsession. Direct Brain interface startup Neuralink is searching for a partner to help run its clinical trials on humans. In 2022, the FDA rejected Neuralink's application to start human trials. The company has since been working to address the safety concerns that were raised. A Swiss startup is working on a hydrogen powered jet that it says will cut flights from Europe to Australia to just four hours. Destinus has been testing prototypes for two years and it's now partnering with Spain's Ministry of Science. It currently takes around 20 hours to fly from Europe to Australia. A new report says ChatGPT could impact 300 million full-time jobs across the globe. The report by Goldman Sachs Economist says the technology is a major advancement with potentially large macroeconomic effects, but most jobs, they say, will be complemented by AI rather than replaced entirely. Chinese e-commerce titan Alibaba is planning to break itself up. The company says it will split into six business units, some of which may be listed or sold. The announcement seems intended to placate the CCP, which across the last three years has moved aggressively to diminish the power of domestic tech giants. Disney has reportedly fired its entire Metaverse division. Last year, the entertainment giant called the Metaverse the next great frontier in storytelling and announced plans to bring blended digital physical experiences to its parks. The company has recently been under pressure from investors to cut costs. And finally, this just in as the newsletter goes to press, The Italian government has banned ChatGPT, citing concerns over data privacy breaches. The Italian Data Protection Authority says the move is temporary and will be revoked when ChatGPT respects privacy. OpenAI CEO Sam Altman says the company defers to the Italian government, but he believes that it has followed all relevant privacy laws. Humans of Earth, here's some key metrics to help you keep track of Project Human. The global population stands at 8.025 billion. Earth's currently needed stands at 1.801. The global population vaccinated against COVID stands at 64.4%. The 2023 progress bar stands at 25%. And on this day, the 1st of April 1976, Steve Wozniak and Steve Jobs found Apple Computer in California. Speed warning. Thanks for listening this week. The ever more urgent quest to conform machine intelligence to our values is yet another classic case of new world same humans. I'll keep watching, and there's one thing you can do to help, and that's share. So now you've reached the end of this week's instalment, why not forward the email to someone else who'd also enjoy it? Or share it across one of your social networks with a note on why you found it valuable. Remember, the larger and more diverse the New World Saint Humans community becomes, the better for all of us. I'll be back next week. Until then, be well.